0: Oh <laughs> my Once to week 91 of the Two Guys Into Fridays podcast. My name is Steven. That right there across the table for me is Travis. What's up, Steve? And uh, we are here to do a TGIF podcast. We are. That's what we're doing. And uh, lots of stuff to get to first. Uh, one, follow us on all social media at TGIFcast. All the socials. YouTube, search for us. Two Guys Into Fridays. Brand new video up there now. You can watch the interview with Earl Sinclair from Dinosaur, Stuart Pankin. Stuart Pankin. Thank you, Stuart. It's up there now. Um, get those views up comment on it whatever you gotta do
1: make fun of my messy room uh, yeah
0: it's not that bad no I hit stuff uh, next um, thanks to Nick Adams for the theme song this week
1: thanks Nick that's an OG version we yeah like it's it. an
0: old one uh, anything else uh, I think no? that's all the like that kind of stuff out of the way all the right? that kind
1: of stuff um, no if you want us at a Comic Con let us know yeah
0: we can do that yeah. we've got some dates open in the summer that we're not touring right now so uh, yeah yeah
1: We'll go on tour eventually, sell out. If it's a
0: West Coast one, we'll probably require a flight. But um, anything East Coast, we can, we'll probably drive to.
1: Well, I mean, we'll let the booking manager consider. We'll consider, t- we'll take consider
0: care all that. Well, I'm I'm demanding a flight for West Coast. Demanding, States. yeah, yeah. We're not. Okay. I'm not even driving to San Diego Comic Con for the head panel. First class? Ah, I don't need first class. No, no. Okay. Uh yeah. So uh, we we what we do is we go back 30 years, we watch all the TGIF shows, and then we come here to talk about them. And these are shows that would have originally aired when, Travis. June 14th,
1: 1991.
0: So we like to also go back and look at what was going on that week in 1991, and a couple of news stories that I pulled up. I mean, there was a lot going on, but the ones that I decided to highlight... Uh, the Twin Peaks finale aired on June tenth, nineteen ninety
1: one. That's cool. I mean, that was another ABC show that gets talked about a lot. So. Yeah, and it's a great. I mean, I enjoyed
0: Twin Peaks. People like that show. I, did they, you
1: watch the like reversion of it that they did recently? No, I need to watch that. Yeah. I like the show, the original show. I like the movie. I need to watch the the other other part of it.
0: Yeah, and then uh, June twelfth, Jordan and company completed the 3 threepeat. Uh, they beat the Lakers in Game oh. five for three straight NBA titles. Uh, Jordan, of course, getting the MVP in, uh, MVP, Michael Jordan in his first NBA Finals appearance. I don't know how that makes sense.
1: That doesn't make any sense. Not at all. If it's the three, no.
0: Yeah, because he was on the team all three of those years.
1: I would assume. I don't know much about basketball. Uh, It only
0: says, MVP, Michael Jordan in his first NBA Finals appearance. That can't be true. He started way before 1991.
1: uh, Now we got to look this up because, I mean, that's...
0: I think this my source is incorrect. Uh,
1: no, this was his well, first three-peat. This looks like the first year of the three-peat. So that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. So this was the first. This is the first of, of three. three. They're going to win the next two years. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, there you go uh, what about movies and music I know you were excited for both of these this week
1: yeah so I'll start with the music the okay. music was more than words by extreme which is a great song yeah, yeah. That, like classic power ballad uh, but even more not even a power it's just a good song It's I listened to it earlier today and it's a great song um, so the movie I was really excited about it and I watched it last night you're not that excited anymore it's still, a, it's still a good movie but okay so the, it's City Slickers okay uh, Billy Crystal yeah we all remember it Man, it is slow in parts. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's been a long time sitting since on the couch it, and watching it. Last sure. night, there were parts of it where it's like, "What is?" Just get to the next part of the cows. Like it was, it was slow. There were parts of it that were very slow.
0: But your candle's upside down, so I fixed it for you.
1: Yeah, my kid plays with them. Um, so, anyways, Sidney lookers number one movie for this week in 1991. The next few weeks are all movies that I am also really excited about, okay. and a couple of these are movies that I watch multiple times a year. So.
0: So you're not even going to rewatch them?
1: I'm definitely going to rewatch. Them. Oh, you're going to rewatch them because okay. they're movies I really like. So. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Uh, no birthdays, so let's talk dinosaurs.
0: Yeah. So if you caught the show last week, we did mention all reruns once again for TGIF. So yep. we're going to go back and we're going to watch as much dinosaurs as we can cram in uh, before it starts back up on TGIF like 20 episodes. This is
1: going to, for a few weeks. Going to be just like a dinosaurs podcast.
0: All right. Should we change the name or you two think- guys into dinosaurs? Yeah. Sure.
1: I don't no. know.
0: I don't know if the graphics department feels like doing that.
1: I don't know. Our graphics department is pretty pretty eager to make graphics.
0: <laughs> All right. So, um like the other thing that I was trying to remember, I know you said season 1, season 2, like mm-hmm. where is it mm-hmm. Disney says this is episode 5 and 6 of season 1, but you're saying that's not correct.
1: So, right? yeah, Disney has basically Disney combines like the official season 1 with I think most of season 2 and calls it season 1. Mm-hmm. So, I think On Disney, this is episode six and seven. Um,
0: Yeah, you're right. Six and seven. Right.
1: So we're going to be giving the names of the episodes when we tell you what we're watching next week so you know what to look for on Disney, but... I don't know I don't know. If you're know. following
0: along with us, it's just the next two. That's it, the easy that's, that's that's how I remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you're I think and you're right until I think that what they have for the end of I think towards the end of season one, things get mixed up a little. I think oh. that they kind of move some specials around or something. Okay. I, I don't know. There's some we'll chi- figure it out. There's some changes, but we'll we'll stick with the names just so everyone's on the same page.
0: Yeah. So the first one we watched this week was uh The Golden Child.
1: Right. And I think this is one of the more iconic episodes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I kind of remembered it, but not a whole lot. Um after the theme song, we come back in the show and uh a great TV show. Mr. Lizard is on. Mr. Lizard, Which, yes. of course, is Mr. Wizard. And uh, the baby really likes the show because apparently the kid just dies every episode. They
1: blow up Timmy. There's the catch line that uh, we're going to need another Timmy.
0: Yeah, I guess they had a mixing uh, potassium nitrate, charcoal, and sulfur together and lighting it on fire, which just caused a giant explosion. I don't think that's gunpowder. That's gunpowder. That is the recipe for
1: gunpowder. <laughs> so that is... That is what that was going on. Yeah, and
0: baby, like Travis said, just super excited for them to say uh, we're gonna need another Timmy. We're gonna need another Timmy. Um, but yeah, it's breakfast time. Baby's just watching TV. Uh, there's he drops his cereal on the ground because uh, Fran tells Robbie and Charlene to watch baby, and they're not really doing anything. Yeah. Um, and they end up just like walking away and leaving him alone in the kitchen. Yeah,
1: they just leave the room and go watch TV in the other room and don't pay any attention to him at all.
0: Now I know we talked about this before. Um. You said the baby's gone through multiple voice actors, right?
1: Well, yeah. It started off as, yes. This is the correct. third one? I think that that is correct.
0: I thought the voice sounded a lot different No, 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 this no, no, no. The
1: baby is the same. Ethel. Ethel.
0: So the baby's had the same voice the The baby has been Kevin Clash. The okay. Whole time. I don't know why I thought it sounded different in this episode. I don't know. I didn't notice, but... Anyways, um, Baby's Alone in the Kitchen decides uh, he wants to get his own food. He doesn't want the cereal. He decides to kind of scoot his high chair all the way over to the fridge. Mm -hmm. Of course, the uh, creatures are inside handing out the food. Whatever he wants. And he gets ice cream, cookies, cake, candy, frozen yogurt, bonbons, jelly beans. And then eventually, one of the creatures takes a giant funnel, shoves it in baby's mouth, and just pours a five-pound bag of sugar.
1: Dumping bags of sugar. Right in
0: his mouth. Yeah. So at this point, it's just sugar high. The baby just starts freaking out. (laughs) Um, we don't know exactly what happens, but it cuts to Earl back in the living room who is like walking in, trying to talk to, uh, Charlene and Robbie. I guess he just woke up. He's like tired. It seems like he just woke up from a nap
1: and he's like, what are you doing? And they say, oh, we're just watching the baby. And he hasn't
0: even realized the baby's not in there at this point.
1: Well, he, he, yeah, he goes into the kitchen and to get breakfast, doesn't even realize that the kitchen is a disaster. Kitchen's a disaster, and the baby's flying, apparently. He's like
0: swinging on the ceiling,
1: yeah. Is he swinging? He's like, swinging. He, I don't even
0: see him attached to anything. It just well, looks like he can we, fly now, apparently. We know that he can't fly. Do we know that? We do know that. I didn't know that he was going to grow a horn right here. Well, we, he didn't grow wings. He did not have wings, so that's probably a key part to flying. I still but, don't understand how he's getting across the a foot lower than the ceiling in the
1: willing suspension of disbelief.
0: All right. So Earl's not even noticing what's going on. Baby's just zooming yeah, by him in around. the air. Um, this sugar high is going on still. And
1: he does this like choo-choo around the, around the kitchen. It's, like,
0: <laughs> it's he's nuts, but Fran comes in. Of course she freaks out at Earl because yeah. baby's going crazy. The kitchen's a mess. Earl is trying to defend himself. Like saying, all I do is go to work. And, uh, how am I supposed to typical, watch the baby? Typical Earl. And uh And the baby's still freaking out. And we also notice at this point that the baby does have a bump on his head. We oh,
1: and he shows it to... Like, he brings it to Fran's attention. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's not coming out of the skin or anything yet. No. It just looks like if someone was to get on... Hit on the head with a frying pan, like this a goose would egg. pop up. Yeah. yeah. So, Fran's concern, We cut now to um, Dr. Elliot's office. That's the
1: first thing I... Th- the. First thing I thought of. And uh, we're
0: in this doctor's office, and the doctor has no idea what to say this thing is. Like, doesn't seem like he's probably the best doctor.
1: He's a dinosaur. They barely know, they don't know anything.
0: Um, And
1: That's one thing that they really lean into in this show, I think, is that they have all of these roles, but they kind of openly admit that none of these dinosaurs have any of the actual knowledge of what these roles do. You know?
0: So... From here, they cut to the baby, which we can now see has grown a golden horn. It looks like a unicorn it's a, horn. Yeah, it's a unicorn horn. Right at the top of his head. And uh, I guess Fran's concern is that this news that her baby has a horn is going to get out. And she asks for the doctor, just don't tell anyone about this. And he's like, oh, patient confidentiality. And no one's going to know.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, that, I think that she sees this as like an embarrassing thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. So from here we go right to Earl's job. We and say so. Everyone knows, right? They already know. Yeah, Everyone right. knows what's going on. They're all making fun of Earl and the baby for having this horn, and uh, Earl is just complaining about having a third child at all. Like that—that <laughs> was uh, that's the big issue here.
1: Yes, that, that's the worst thing that's happening in his life.
0: So from here, we go back to the house.
1: Well, there's a good line here too because the, Earl and Roy are talking, and Roy tells Earl that he, you know, don't worry about it. I used to have short, stubby arms until they grew. <laughs> that's right. um, so you know everybody's like, got. you're something- a
0: Tyrannosaurus Rex. And he's like <laughs> right. well, I don't know. He's like, I just want to do stuff. Um, so just,
1: ba- why do I get picked last for the bowling team?
0: <laughs> uh, back in the house, Charlene and Robbie are there. They're now playing ring toss with Baby's horn, Makes like sense. just throwing rings on it. Earl comes in. Uh, he wants to saw off the horn. He's tired of being made fun of, so he just wants this thing getting rid of as soon as possible. I thought that would be
1: worse. It would just leave like a stump.
0: Like a tree stump. Which is even harder to
1: explain than the actual golden horn that looks nice.
0: Grandma comes over, and she has the official scroll. Earl knows exactly what this is based on the look of it, the ribbon that it has. And we find out that Earl and Baby have both been summoned to meet with the elders.
1: In the Cave of Destiny, in the Mountain of Terror, half a block south from Wart's Big and Tall, is where he's been
0: summoned. I'm glad you got all that. Of course I did. Um... So that's where we go to now. I think it's
1: important to say that not only was Earl summoned, but Earl and baby were both summoned. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Yep. Um, We're at this meeting now, and we find out that the elders tell Earl that uh, this golden horn that the baby has makes him the king of all the dinosaurs.
1: Right. There's a prophecy that, that says this, that the a, a baby will be born with a golden horn. He'll be the king of the dinosaurs. There's also a whole bunch of stuff in here about how the, the mom is going to be a noble and wise woman and the dad is going to be a brave and, and honorable man. And then they see Earl and they white out the part about the dad and replace it with a, a blithering idiot. Uh, so it's a very flexible... It's
0: pretty funny that they're yeah. changing this prophecy as things are going. Right, right, right. Yeah. So let's see. He's king of the dinosaurs. Um, and then they say, like, the next thing that he says is well, going to be. So
1: anything that he says is, is, is the, the rule of, or like the word of the king, the word of, you know, which shall be followed.
0: And you can see the baby has a poop coming on yeah. and eventually does poop in his diaper, I guess, and says, uh, baby makes a big poop. Baby and then everyone, the everyone is like enthralled and worshiping him. And like, this is like the prophecy. And I don't know. That's the way it was meant to be. So, I think from here they go back to the house and they're showing the television. They
1: are. We're we're I think I don't know if this is our first time seeing DNN, but it is uh we get, we cut to DNN
0: for this episode.
1: And have we seen it before? I thought we had, maybe not. Maybe maybe it was on the maybe it was on the last one with the uh the when the moon went away? That
0: would make no, sense. No, that was a
1: different that was, no, it was a different channel. Different channel. This is I think this is our first DNN, Dinosaur News Network. And our first appearance of Howard Hand up me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh and Stewart mentioned him last week, he which did. is funny too. Yeah. Um, so I, where am I? I don't know. Help so, me out.
1: So yeah. So Howard is reporting, uh, about the baby and that the baby is, has the horn and is now the king. And you see the house is surrounded by press and people who have come to see the, the
0: prophesized baby. Um, and Earl's loving the baby now. He's loving all the attention. He thinks that yeah. he's going to get a whole bunch of benefit out of baby being king. And
1: baby's got this big throne. Like, his high chair's been turned into this this giant throne that he now sits into. Yeah,
0: we can tell Earl's just going to try to take advantage of everything that he can. All these gifts that are coming, he's, everything. He's,
1: he's, he's a Larry Appleton. He's definitely pulling the Larry Appleton
0: here. So, then the three wise guys come in. Which, which are just... Earl's co-workers. Earl's co-workers, which is what, the three wise men? The three wise men, yeah. yeah. And uh, they come over with gifts, and I think it's like the same gifts as the three wise men, Except, at least the first two, right? And then the
1: third is, instead of, I think Gold was the one that wasn't given, and they Give gave him a, a, a toy fire truck, yeah.
0: And um, they're apologizing, of course, for making fun of Baby right. the day before at the uh, job site, and that's kind of what this scene is.
1: That's all the scene is.
0: So we skip ahead a little later. We're still in the house. We now see that there's a pile of fire trucks on the ground that gifts have just been nonstop for baby. And uh, they're selling merch now. Uh, Charlene's got like little cut out baby heads on a stick. And apparently they're almost all sold out. And then Roy comes over. Roy. Yep. Um, He wants to talk to the king and he wants to talk to the king alone because he's got a wish, I guess, that he's trying to get something. Yeah, he
1: doesn't want to be embarrassed.
0: We find out Roy's asking the uh, baby king for longer arms (laughs) that uh, he's tired of having these short stubby arms and that's what he wants.
1: Yeah, he says, look, I want to play piano. I want to eat with a fork. I want to get picked first on the bowling team. Can you make my arms any
0: longer? And then, like, in very kingly fashion, Baby's like, I like you. I like your arms. He kisses him on the forehead or nose or something. This
1: was handled by the king in the best possible way the king could handle this. Because he basically says, I love you the way you are. You're my Uncle Roy. I don't want you to change And Roy feels great about it. Like
0: Roy is now okay with his short stubby arms. Absolutely. Um, And then as Roy is leaving though, one of the elders just appears in the middle of the living room, like in a puff of smoke or something. So
1: this makes me take my statement back about the baby flying because I was trying to avoid like a magical baby since Uh we haven't seen real magic. But since this guy just teleports into the room, now I'm thinking anything's possible.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how he gets there. I guess the elders do have magical powers, but um, he... Pulls out the scroll and um, kind of tells them that they're going to take the baby. Yep. And if they don't surrender the baby, then they're just going to kill them all.
1: They're going to throw them into a burning pit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It doesn't sound good. No. So Earl's like, all right, take the baby. <laughs> yeah. Take him. So now we skip ahead to dinner time. We're still in the house. Um, everyone's sad.
1: They've got a, the one of the baby heads.
0: One of the baby heads in, in the, high the high chair, chair to yeah. make it look like he's there. And I think everyone's sad except maybe not for the same reasons. Like I think I think Fran, Robbie, Charlene are sad to see the baby's gone. Earl is sad that all of the stuff that he could have gotten for free is not available anymore.
1: I don't know. I thought they all kind of missed the baby, but I'll
0: I don't I don't think Earl. I think Earl Earl wanted to get rid of this baby as soon as possible in the beginning of this episode.
1: Look, Earl is one of those characters where when he's talking about the baby, he's always talking about him negatively. But whenever it comes down to the emotions of the baby, he misses him and he loves yeah, him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so then we go back to the Cave of Destiny. Yeah. Um,
1: well, well, what, we, what, we, what happens before that is Earl says, I'm going back. Or Fran tells Earl that he needs to go get the baby back. Okay. So Earl is... Well, we go back to the Cave of Destiny to see Earl...
0: Showing up. Show up, yeah. Um, they tell him he's got three minutes to state his case. Well,
1: are we not going to talk about the people before... Earl. Oh, go ahead. So I don't remember. What, there was a woman that, that talked to, or I guess a female dinosaur that talked to the baby. I don't remember what she wanted, but it was something really lame and simple that he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and then there was a guy who comes in and thought he was at the cave deli and not the, <laughs> the, the cave of destiny. Um, and there's just some confusion over his wanting a sandwich. And then finally Earl comes in.
0: Yeah, he says that he wants the baby back. And uh, they're like, no. And they're like, touch the baby's horn and get out of here, kind of. Exactly. So he goes over to touch the horn, I guess for good luck or whatever you get from touching the baby's horn. Sure. And the horn falls off. It breaks. It falls over to the side. And now this baby doesn't have a horn anymore. It's all over. Um, I wrote down baby calls Earl daddy, too, here.
1: Well, yeah. And that's important because yeah. he's not the mama.
0: Not the mama. He shows, or Earl now sees the love that baby has for him. And uh, he's excited to take baby back.
1: Yeah, and I'll just tosses the horn over to the side on the ground and takes baby.
0: Uh, we do go back to another news segment. Is this the same? TNN, uh,
1: yep. Hand me up, hand up me. They're talking
0: about the baby king and the horn falling off. How it's a fraud. The whole thing's a fraud. Um, we can see that the house is now back to normal.
1: Everything's back to normal.
0: And everyone's watching Mr. Lizard in front of the TV and then uh Earl and Baby get to say, uh, we're gonna need another Timmy together, and that's kind of the end of the episode.
1: Well they blow Timmy up again with nitroglycerin and that's why Poor Timmy. They need another Timmy.
0: And is it a different Timmy? It looks like the same Timmy. It did look like the same Timmy. Maybe it's like the Special Effects
1: Kenny of South Park. Oh yeah,
0: it could be. So yeah, that's, uh, what was that one called? Something horn, the golden child, the golden right? child. All okay. right. So the next episode, if you're watching on Disney, it's episode seven. If you're following along somewhere else, the name of the episode is family challenge. And after the theme,
1: I, I want to say there are a ton of Easter eggs in this episode. In this one. I went back. Point and, them out. I went back and forth a ton to like pick up a lot of little, little stuff along the way.
0: Um, So at first they're watching Pangea's Funniest Home Injuries, which of course is America's Funniest Home Videos. And the clip that they watch is... A dad throwing a football to a kid, the kid going back to catch the football, and then falling in a volcano and dying.
1: Right. You know, we would see a kid falling into, like, a swimming pool or something, but this dinosaur child falls into a volcano.
0: And, of course, all the family, maybe not Fran, everyone else is loving it, laughing, having a good time together.
1: Well, the other part about this is Fran is trying to talk to the family, and they're all ignoring her, so she's she's not happy about it, no.
0: Yeah, and she tells uh, Earl and the rest of the family that she doesn't want TV at dinner. She wants uh, dinner time to be family time. Everyone should have conversations. And she feels that the TV is ruining it.
1: She does. Yeah.
0: And it's funny because, I mean, they're, this that's what people would probably do when they were watching dinosaurs, is watching dinosaurs at the table or around dinner time and uh, enjoying it as a family. And they're kind of telling people in this episode, don't watch TV. Well,
1: it's very self-referential.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, so here we go to a, well, so, another news bulletin. Right? Let me,
1: so I want to, uh, there's a, when they turn the, or I guess when the show is going off, there's a quick scroll of credits. Oh, okay. And I want to talk about the credits because there's some fun stuff in here. So the name of, we see that the name of the, the host of the show, the, the is funniest home injuries is Rex Tagus. And Tagus is an anagram for Saget. So oh, like Bob okay. Saget, the yeah. host of America's funniest home videos. Um, the, co associate and and there is there's a credit for videos faked by and it's just a random name and I couldn't figure if it meant anything. So the videos are all fake. Um co assistant associate producer is dolly grip, which is of course like a dolly grip on a TV show, like one of the back say you know one of the people behind the scenes. And then the executive producers for the show are all just different writers from from dinosaurs. Oh.
0: That's good. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like the Rex Tagus as Bob tag, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so news bulletin it's Howard, hand me up again. Oh, hand and Fran,
1: Fran smashes that TV. She picks the TV up and throws it on the floor. And that's why they all go to look at the
0: other TV. Oh, okay.
1: In the den where they start playing, uh, Pangea's second funniest home injuries before the news report cuts in.
0: Uh, we find out there's a meteor coming, right?
1: We do. Yep. Uh, hand me up. What's his first name again? Howard, Howard hand me up. Is on, hand up me. Hand up me. Is on and, DNA uh, and, telling
0: us this, they show that the target for this meteor is, happens to be the home of the Sinclairs. Well, they don't
1: know that. They say this is the house where it is most likely going to hit and the dinosaurs are watching it and then Robbie realizes that it is their house and the camera starts to zoom in and zoom in and they can see themselves in the window.
0: Yeah, it's like they're on live TV. There's a camera at their house pointing them. They're like dancing and having fun. Earl's glad to be on TV. He loves it. And uh, as this is going on, The meteor actually crushes the TV that they're watching, comes through the top of the house, lands right on their TV. Do you think that that was a new hole there? Like, it made a new hole? Or or is this that dude? Yeah, is
1: this the same hole they just left
0: from when that guy came over? I think it's the same hole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, yeah, the TV's crushed, and then we cut to a scene where we've got the insurance adjuster. Did you feel very... Yeah. Did you feel the scene here? I felt like they're treating this guy unfairly. You think so? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's there just to do his job. And um, you
1: didn't think the TV was worth ten thousand.
0: Well, that's not the problem. It's not covered by their by their insurance.
1: Well, that yes, you're correct that that they thought that they had meteor coverage, which they do.
0: They don't have meteorite coverage, and once it's entered the Earth's atmosphere, it becomes right. a meteorite. So this is no longer covered. You so, got to read your policy. So that,
1: you do have to read your policy. That, that is fair. So there, it would only have been covered if their house was in space.
0: And Earl tried to fight and say the house was in space, flying around when it happened. That's
1: true. I do want to make a note here that the guy who plays the insurance agent uh-huh. is Peter Boners from Dad's a Dog. Yeah, yeah. He was one – I don't remember which character, but we I know we brought him up because he was – Oh, happy. we didn't have him on the show. No. 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 We
0: uh, just talked about his last name a lot. We did. All right. So, yep, insurance guy ends up not giving them any no money. money. They don't have any money to buy a new TV. And uh, friend's Fran, yeah, happy about it. She thinks this is the chance that uh, she needs to have some family time with the family and uh, no more TV at dinner. And, of course, they cut to a scene at dinner time where the whole family is just bored. They don't know what to do. They're not having any conversations. And uh, it's not really working exactly how Fran was helping that it would
1: work. It's not. And then they try to, like, pull pull conversation out of the family. And Charlene just starts talking about how she went to the mall and went to the beauty store. And it's boring. And Robbie is, like, falling asleep and and. Earl is trying to get away and it's no, it's just bad.
0: Yeah. Fran tells them that none of them are getting up from the table until they even have a conversation. And then, um, Earl ends up saying that he needs to go. I don't know why, what his excuse was, but he gets up and leaves and like goes to a bar. I I
1: think he just says he's leaving. So there's a couple things that, so Robbie tries to sneak away and baby is like hitting himself on the head. (laughs) And there's this weird shot where Bob, where Robbie gets caught by Fran under the table and he goes to sit back down. But, there's a like the top of Charlene's head you can see and she's just like the puppet is like non-action oh it's just like a frozen weird creepy shot of yeah I missed that I think it was an accident but sure it was it it just stuck out to me um and then so Robbie's like fine I want to talk about the nature of reality and then what Earl said because he brings up the whole like if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there does Does it it fall? fall and Earl's like I'm going to go check on that tree. That's what it is. He says he's going to go check on the tree. And that's when he leaves to go to the Meteor Lounge.
0: Yep. So he shows up at the uh, bar, uh, of course, just to watch TV. I think that was their whole reason that he wanted to go there. Uh, Roy's there and, uh, Earl is kind of asking Roy, like, what did I miss on TV? Like, tell me everything that happened.
1: And there's a lot of stuff on the TVs as well. Like when he gets there, they're showing, uh, basically the dinosaur version of a commercial for sports illustrated and they have a rock phone. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Well, it was a football phone before, right? Right, right, right. And
1: now it's a rock phone. And then, yeah, they, Roy starts telling about these TV shows.
0: And it's funny cuz everything that happened on the TV shows were like very like family type things that could have been happening back at home.
1: Well, they're they are, but they're also standard family sitcom yeah. plots. And like the the funny one is there's a couple of things here. So there was Oh those Becklesons was one of the shows. And they talk about how the show was about the kid getting picked on at school and them learning a life lesson and and they talk about how avant-garde and cutting edge that was. And Do, the, the joke is there, this the show that comes back up
0: later. It is. Do they talk about what the lesson was here? I didn't catch that.
1: Just that you have to, you know, that people are kids are going to be mean and um, no, no, they don't. They actually just say he learned a life lesson. Okay. And but the point, the funny joke here is that he, they talk about how new and cutting edge that that plot line is, even though that's like <laughs> the plot line. the plot line of at least one episode per season of every family sitcom for the rest of eternity. Um, oh, and then there was then there was the show. Um, we're not even related, but somehow we're living together, which I just thought of going places. <laughs> yeah. And about how the son on the show, Billy, throws a party and things get out of hand. Again. And then a life lesson is learned.
0: Again, this happens in every single Every season sitcom. of every episode or of every show, yeah. All right. So... Also on the TV, which is important, is uh, there's a commercial that comes on. Yes. And uh, Earl sees this ad. Um, they are looking for families to go on a game show. And the reason why he's excited about this is the grand prize is a giant, like, 90-inch TV. And Earl thinks maybe this is the way that he can get another TV in the house.
1: Right. And the show is called Family Challenge, just which is the name of the episode. So.
0: Yep. So uh, Earl goes home. And now he is in the mode of uh, trying to convince Fran and the rest of the family that uh, going on this uh, game show would be a great family bonding experience. They can learn together. Doesn't tell him about the TV. Of course she doesn't tell him about the TV. Um, I think she even asks him or tries to bring up to see if he has any, like, ulterior motives or anything. But, like, he's like, no, it's just a, a bonding time. Nothing else is going on. So they're all talking about this, and... Um, Grandma Ethel comes in, or am I skipping ahead too far here?
1: Uh, I don't have a note that Ethel comes in, but she might. Oh, maybe. I think she... No, no. She, she comes, comes in. It's later. No, it's later. Okay. It is later. Fill me in between there,
0: then. Nothing. It goes to commercial. Nothing.
1: And then it comes back, and we're in the den. The meteor's still where the TV was, and Baby is in his high chair with the remote control trying to change the channel on the, on the meteor.
0: Okay. And then Grandma Ethel comes in? Not yet. Not yet. Um... <laughs> So Earl, Earl is basically starting
1: training for the family challenge, which we find out essentially is a quiz show. Yep. And his, he says, I've, I've, I've categorized all dinosaur knowledge into three. Oh yeah. This is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, vegetable rock, a- rock or, or animal or
0: animal. Yeah.
1: Um, and so there's these kind of conversations about, well, what about a, what about a strawberry? I think was what he asked, what they asked about. And they said, well, strawberry is a fruit. And, and then a he goes fruit's to the th- opposite of a vegetable, right? And and we know that it's not a men or it- an we- animal, an animal, so it must be a rock. So a fruit is a rock was the <laughs> conclusion they came to. Now Ethel comes in,
0: and she okay. wants to be on the show. She wants to be on the show. She thinks she can play a big part in the team because uh, she's great at the ancient history category. Correct. And because uh, she was because there. she lived it all, she was there. Yeah. yeah. So Earl sees the uh, advantage of having her on the team, and he uh, allows her to be on the team as well um then they go to a scene where robbie is quizzing earl correct and we find out earl is not getting a single answer right doesn't he doesn't know, know anything, anything okay. that robbie's asking him and fram is blaming fran's blame the tv for it
1: right they, earl basically realizes that the whole family is dumb and that it's possibly a result of them just watching too much tv
0: which again <laughs> that's self-referential what we're doing. yeah yeah um but, uh, yeah, Fran wants the whole family to learn together and grow closer, and this is where we go into our normal now dinosaurs montage right. of training for something.
1: There is one show they mention here called Winky the Moose that they were missing, which is obviously a reference to to Bullwinkle.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, montage scene, uh, it's game training. And the thing is here that they're training for this show. They're going through all these like categories and stuff that you can tell – but it does look like the family is actually growing closer Absolutely. as they're doing this. Like, Fran's plan of this is actually coming to what she wanted it to be and to be a family bonding activity. Right,
1: right. And they're, they're getting these questions right. They're learning. Absolutely, yes.
0: Um, so where do we get from there?
1: We go to the game show.
0: Okay, that's right.
1: Yep. And the so we we get we cut to the game show and the host comes out. The host's name is Buddy Glimmer. You it's, can
0: tell by the set too. This is Family Feud.
1: It's yeah, it's it's Family Feud exactly.
0: Um it's the Sinclair's versus the Nielsens. Which of course
1: is a reference to the television the ratings, ratings. Nielsen, Yeah. Nielsen, okay.
0: Yeah. And all of the Neilsons are just creatures. They're not di- it's not a dinosaur family they're playing. They're playing all these creatures, creatures. that live in their refrigerator pretty much. Or someone's refrigerator. Yeah. Um, the host, of course, sleazy game show host, he's only talking to the women on the team. Um, and we get the categories at this point after, after he goes and talks to all the all the family members, or at least the women, we get to the categories and every single category is about television. Now, I don't know if this is a common thing for this show and that's why they're giving away a TV because they're having television categories and Earl just didn't know what the show was, but... It's like TV, TV potpourri, TV families, it's even worse TV than that. yesterday, TV yeah, this week,
1: right? TV, yeah, exactly. It's it's TV that has happened basically since they have not had a, had a TV, and then it gets to the last category and it
0: says families on TV. Yeah, they and they get excited when it says families, so they think, oh wow, we can do this one, and then yeah, yeah on yeah. TV. So um, now they're worried; they're going to have no chance. Um, they don't know anything about TV anymore, and they skip ahead a little bit and show that the score of the game currently is three thousand four hundred sixty to five. Yeah, now, I mean, this has scored anything like Family Feud. They are not coming back. I, 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 mean, that I would, think they've already lost. That would be the most impossible. I think first team to 300 wins.
1: You're right. It is.
0: So the Nielsen are destroying the Sinclairs. Um, and at this point, too, Fran finds out about this plan because they talk about the grand prize, that it's a 90-inch TV. And now Fran knows, and Earl admits the only reason that they did this was so uh, Earl could win another TV for the house.
1: Right, and the reason the TV comes up is because they, you know, they have lost, and and the host says, "Look, you have one one more chance. You have a last chance uh, option to win this ninety-inch TV, and in order to do so, you, you can either choose to answer one more question, or you can basically have a cage fight with the father from the creatures, which." Obviously, the, the idea Earl is should kill him. Earl would win, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so they give him this chance to pick what he wants. One of those two things. It's the sudden death playoff round. A TV question or a battle to death. And uh, to his family's surprise, Earl chooses the question.
1: So here's the thing. The reason he chooses the question is because part of the conversation that Earl and Fran have right uh, at this moment is he's like, no, I really did appreciate the family bonding. Yeah, I did love it. and, and I all the I bonding. If and I had everything. the option to take the TV, I wouldn't take it. I don't think Fran would have minded if he had just gone for the fight. Yeah? Like, why not? I mean, does she really not want a TV that bad in the house at all? I mean, yeah,
0: I think so. Okay, okay. But, um, yeah, they go for the question, and it's the show that Roy had told him about in the bar.
1: Well, it's the same show. It's a different episode. Is it definitely a different episode? Well, it is, because if, if you think here, so that episode came on at uh, that original moment, and then a couple of weeks later while they're doing the training, and then they, they show the calendar, and it's yeah, like... Yeah, and then this question is about the episode that came on that week okay so it is oh those becklesons and they ask what the lesson that was learned on that
0: episode was and earl comes up with like the lesson that his family's kind of learned right, right. like they, tv's bad tv's and bad have some conversations not, with exactly, your family kind of exactly. thing um that's what he gives his his answer of course it is wrong the answer that he actually learned or the lesson that they actually learned in the episode was something about like money or, or finding the remote or something like i that. don't even remember something ridiculous that had nothing to do with what earl had said And uh, they do lose, but there's a consolation prize, like all game shows at that time. They do get a 13-inch portable TV, which Earl is excited about. And it was color. Yeah. Yeah. Probably uh, the big deal for dinosaurs to have a color TV. Uh,
1: Yeah, any TV.
0: So uh, from here, we're back at the house. Um, The family minus Fran are back watching TV. Everyone's excited at dinner. Well, they're kind of just staring at it, right? Well,
1: right. So Fran is cooking dinner, and she's just talking to the family like everything is happy and that that they're listening but we we pan out and we find out they're all just engrossed staring at it not not even it,
0: understanding yeah. a word that Fran's saying and we kind of just get like a a little head shake from Fran as the episode ends that's it that's yeah. it um yeah I think dinosaurs is really picking up like it's kind of found its groove now it's a great show like there are it, they they know what things to hit in every episode with like the tv stuff and like it's good.
1: It's it's such a dense show. There's a lot there's a lot to miss and there's a lot to like g- go back and watch. Which is why as kids we don't we watch it and we just see big time puppets. And yeah. as adults we watch it and we see all the different all the different layers.
0: Did we talk about all your Easter eggs? I know you mentioned a few yeah, of them. Yeah, I mean I, not I brought all... up the ones that, okay. that I caught.
1: There were probably more. Really just like the, all the different T V shows and what they were referencing. Yeah. And, and Rex Taggart.
0: So next week, you said we're gonna name the episodes to yeah. watch because it's a little yeah vague. yeah.
1: So two more two more dinosaurs episodes next week. It's gonna be I never ate for my father, okay, and Charlene's tail T A L E. So I never ate for my father. Do you remember these? Uh, I haven't even looked at the description based on the I mean, names. Based on the names,
0: no, no, no. Okay,
1: but I mean, I'm sure it'll be awesome.
0: She's like decorating her tail, or doesn't like her tail, maybe. I, don't I know. can't remember.
1: It'll probably be something to do.
0: She's ashamed of her tail at school, so she does something. That sounds something. right, right?
1: That sounds like something. That's what I would put. A sitcom would do. I don't know. We'll find out. Or
0: maybe all the other girls are like dressing up their tails. Or maybe their
1: tails are getting bigger and hers aren't yet.
0: <laughs> that, eh, eh,
1: you yeah. know, like yeah. Or
0: they have spikes on their tails or something. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, watch those Disney Plus. Is it called Disney Plus? Disney something? Yeah, it's
1: Disney Plus. I don't.
0: Want, I mean, it's I like
1: the most popular streaming service. No, it There's
0: no way. It's not. What's the most popular? YouTube. Netflix. YouTube. Does that even count? Yeah. Yeah. The
1: YouTube subscription. I, this is what I heard on one of the podcasts I listened to is that YouTube subscription service has more subscribers. than any, The subscription service? Uh, has more subscribers than any other. Like a
0: paid service. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. There's That's, no way.
1: I'm just telling you what I heard on one of my podcasts.
0: I'm going to say they're wrong and it's got to be Netflix.
1: I mean, Netflix would be my go-to as well. I think Netflix,
0: Amazon, and Hulu are probably high, ahead of that. They say it's YouTube. All right. I'm going to look it up. Uh, we'll have a report for you next week on the show. Hey, go on YouTube, watch our uh, interview with. <laughs> Pay Earlson for a subscription, Clare. so you don't have to yeah, watch commercials. It's up There's there no now. commercials.
1: We don't. I wish there were commercials. We might make. We can things. make commercials, like fake commercials.
0: Someone else is already doing that. What? There's a radio DJ, and he's like, "I don't have any sponsors for my show, so here's the sponsor this week." Seven oh. Eleven, great hot dogs, and that's, have a Slurpee.
1: That's. I don't want to promote Seven Eleven if they're not. He just makes up paying. one every
0: week. I don't know. Um, don't listen to that guy. Go to YouTube. <laughs> Watch <laughs> Dude, guys the Fridays. Yeah, and uh, follow us on all social media at TGIFCast to get all the updates. Uh, we do have another video going up there soon, so yeah. we'll let you know when that's up there. And uh, thanks to Nick Adams for the theme song. And if you want to send us an email with your own version of the theme song or anything else that you want to send us, TGIFCast at gmail.com is the email address to do any of that. Are
1: you ready for wrestling tomorrow, Steve?
0: Yeah. Charleston, we West Virginia. You want to record there or no? No. No, me neither.
1: Not unless somebody from TGIF shows up.
0: Don't think it's gonna happen. All right, man. Have a good week, Steve. Yep, you gotta do it.